0: Welcome to the Less Doing Podcast, where you will learn how to start living more by doing less. Let me help you optimize, automate, and outsource your entire life so you can focus on doing the things you love. Now, here's your host, Ari Meisel. Okay, so we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, uh, which is nootropics. And I've got Jason Deer here, who has a company that makes really cool nootropics. So Jason, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me on, Ari. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah. Uh, so how did you get into the nootropic world?
1: So I, uh, I actually started in the supplement industry at a young age. I've been in the industry for about 20 years now. And um, I was just fascinated with all aspects of mental performance as well as physical performance and health. Um, But mental performance has really only grown a lot the last like eight to 10 years. And uh, it just fascinates me. I think it's something that's just been very overlooked for many years.
0: And specifically, though, there wasn't anything that brought you to want to do the nootropic. It just seemed like a good idea.
1: (laughs) I, I actually, I actually, honestly, I got into nootropics because I couldn't stand the state of nootropics. So it's kind of weird. I got it. I got everybody asks like, why did you get into nootropics? And I'm like, actually, because I hated them. Um, I didn't like the state of where stuff was at. There's, there's two types of nootropics right now that are prevalent. One is you've got drugs, like literally people are taking like modafinils, uh, adrafinils, uh, or heavy rasitams, or they're just taking stuff that can long term cause them brain issues, especially like the new. Generation like the 20 year olds, right now, 25 year olds, these guys are already hopped up on like massive amounts of drugs. Um, and then you got another category of nootropics, which is um the stuff that's out there that you typically buy in stores, and a lot of them have little to no effect. So, you've either got the effectiveness of the drugs which cause harm, Mm -hmm. or you have the stuff that is safe but doesn't really do anything. And so, I decided to kind of take it on my own head to uh to put out a nootropic that I felt would give you a strong effect and actual, like, actually cause something you can feel in one dose, but also something that was equally safe.
0: So it's, it's interesting that you come at it from that angle because one of the things that I find amazing as a productivity coach and, and having tried many, many different entropics is I think people mistake focus and energy a lot.
1: Two totally different things. Well,
0: right. And so you think like, oh, you have a cup of coffee and like you're energized. And like, I mean, I'm, t- I'm talking fast now, but I tend to do that anyway. But like, this is, you know, like th- this is not focus, right? This is just like, yeah, let's go. But that doesn't necessarily produce a result.
1: I ask everybody one question, like from a energy standpoint or a brainwave standpoint, what is optimal? Like is a, if you look at a high brainwave state, like a gamma state or a beta state, like is that functional? Is just stimming out? If somebody was just doing cocaine. Or like crack like is that is that a high level of, of actual functionality a lot of the most productive creative people they're in a beta or even a, an alpha or even theta state which is like a lower like brainwave state where they're in a more creative free-flowing state so the problem when you think about energy and focus is that energy can stim you out but then people don't realize that just being stimmed out doesn't mean you're actually productive If your body is functioning too fast, it almost pushes you out of a creative wave state. So, when you look at high performing athletes, if anybody's listening to us that performs at a high level physically as well, think about like Michael Phelps, think about a lot of the track runners. These guys are not super stimmed out before Michael Phelps jumps in the pool. Neither is LeBron James. LeBron James is is too energized, it can actually start throwing off everything from his neurotransmitter levels, he can crash. Um, high levels of caffeine have been shown to decrease oxygenation to the brain by up to 30%. I mean, this is not a healthy state to be in for peak physical or mental performance.
0: Well, and another thing, I mean, if you want to think it even further, think about, uh, whether you've experienced it firsthand or you've read about it, or you can even just imagine it, a military sniper, right? And if they have their finger on a trigger and a micro movement can affect whether you hit a target or not. The effect of caffeine or any kind of stimulant or anything that, I mean, as you just said, reduces oxygen to the brain, like, there's no way that you're going to get the result you're looking for.
1: 100%. Calm, alert, alert state is really where you want to be. Calm and alert. You know, just awake enough that you're, you're present but calm enough that your sort of conscious and your subconscious is a lot more aligned. Um, not trying to get kind of too deep too fast, but this is like very important, I think. Like the way that your hemispheres of your brain function and connect and they transfer information is absolutely vital to productivity. So if you have the ability, if you look at look at the concept of a stand-up comedian performing, I used to actually do stand up comedy. And the, the days when you are like on point doing stand up comedy are the days where sort of your creativity and your responses to maybe an audience heckler would flow very smoothly. And if you are strung out, you're in a too highly of a stimulated caffeinated state, you just don't have the ability to tap into sort of a subconscious resource.
0: Sure, yeah, that makes sense. So, so how many iterations did you have to go through to get the final result here of the nootropic?
1: So right now we have tau, which is a main nootropic. Uh, it's a real clean product you take one tablet, two tablets if you're a larger experienced individual and it'll put you in a clean razor sharp focused state Free flowing creative state as well uh, for up to eight hours. And this product actually I started working on back nine years ago. And then I quit because I couldn't, I just couldn't find the right raw materials back then that I wanted to get the exact effect. Revisited it about. Three sorry, years
0: sorry, I So, wait, what? That's interesting to me. So, what, what did you know that you needed but couldn't get?
1: I wanted something that would last a lot longer. That was problem number one. And number two, I think one of the missing ingredients was understanding the concept of tea. Um, I think that getting a more of a relaxation, hollow head feeling is what I was trying to get. I don't know if you guys have ever, like this is very prevalent with people that even drink. Like, if you drink a lot of alcohol, you go out and party. I don't know if you've ever had a hollow head feeling with a hangover, but you're extremely creative. Uh, it's like being in the zone. Like I couldn't quite get this zone feeling. Or if you train really hard sometimes it kind of tethers you down um and it creates like a hollow head effect i just couldn't seem to get that so i think that the technology has changed a lot like we use an ingredient called chrome pure energy which is a caffeine co-crystal bonded to a blueberry antioxidant known as bean. and it uh this way we can use caffeine but because of this specific type we can very mildly stimulate somebody so instead of having, you know, say 120 milligrams of caffeine uh, it all in one shot, I can almost have like 10 to 15 milligrams, almost like trickling like an IV. So technology's changed so much in the last five years when it comes to nootropics as well. Um, and also I think not only new age, but I think the old me, Jason, understanding the old age um, benefits of using stuff like certified USDA organic green tea and a whole green tea powder is really what's advanced this product.
0: And so how many iterations did it actually go through, like, before you settled on this final product?
1: I'm going to be realistic and probably say somewhere around 70 or 80. Yeah.
0: Well, so I I always like to ask that because, you you know, WD-40, right? The spray for, you know why it's called that?
1: 40 times?
0: Yeah. Water displacement, 40th attempt. That's what it stands for.
1: Like, people don't understand, like, I know, I know this show, like, Ari, you are the master. You are the god of productivity. And like people have no clue like how many times you have to fail to succeed. Like it's just astronomical. Like everybody's like, we're in a new age where, and I'm a big Seth Godin fan, but like, you know, Seth Godin's like, ship the product, ship the product. Everybody's like, go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And like nobody wants to create like the depth to build like a truly authentic and effective product. Like it's a lot of work, like in stress and quitting. And like people just give in. You can't, you're not going to hit it the first time. I mean, a typical sample batch in our industry, people make one or two samples. Like, we must have, I must have made, we probably had 70, 80 different versions and formulations. There were probably at least 12 to 15 actual batches made. Like, that's insane. But when I finally came up with it, I just knew, like, we gave out samples, like, live to to people. And they were just mind blown. They're like, dude, I've never taken anything. Yet. This has a very profound feeling of, like, a hollowhead creative yet alert state feeling.
0: and. Were you, with each iteration, how much of that was subjective testing versus like quantifying the results?
1: Both. I think we, we, we started with quantifying the results. So we start with, what do we really know? Like, let's kind of go with like first principles. Like, what do we, what do we really know? What are the clinicals showing us? What is the research showing us? Like, what do we have something that we can stand on? Then let's take that. Like, I know for a fact, an alpha GPC, uh, version of choline is better than a typical choline trait. Uh We know that Chromodex Pure Energy has a longer half life than typical caffeine. Like millions of dollars have gone into researching the half life of this specific type of caffeine, co crystal versus regular. But even then, the problem is, Ari, like it's all bullshit because some of the best researched uh, nutrients, chemicals, things out there, once they go to the public, they don't work. We are not a petri dish. This is the problem. We have normal lives. Like there's a mother out there that is not a control study. She has five kids. She didn't sleep last night. She might be on a period still. I don't know what's going on like in her life, but it's it's different than what is in a control study at Ohio State University. So we have to quantify it, but the subjective is extremely important because it's real.
0: Yeah, well, and and also, I mean, to some extent, the placebo effect is something that you actually can use to your benefit, right? Because if you've, a lot of, I mean, at least in my experience, a lot of sometimes what's holding somebody back is that sort of negative self-talk, like, oh, I had a shitty night's sleep, so I couldn't possibly perform today.
1: Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah. People do. Yeah, I hate to say that, I don't, I never, never like to rely on somebody having a placebo effect ever. I think once you get the product out there enough, people, you know, over time, just by scale of quantity, volume, consume, like people eventually start to, to say the product works or not.
0: But no, but you're right. I, and sorry to clarify, I was almost meaning like in the opposite way. It not So not so much that like placebo effect, but more just like the your brain sort of telling you how you're going to feel regardless of what the actual inputs are.
1: Yeah, people are very, you know, we're, we're in a victim-based society. So anything that happens bad, we're just negative, we're depressed. Somebody dinged my car. Somebody didn't call me back. Like, yeah, it's totally where like the state of the universe is right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> uh, and, and the nootropic is not the only thing that you guys make though. So, you, I mean, you're really have a a holistic approach to human performance.
1: Yeah, I started with nootropics, which is really one of the hardest categories to go in. Like it's, I started kind of like from the top down. Um, And then I started launching more products. I just saw really a demand for what we were doing. Not the nootropic, but our mission statement. So I launched the brand with a sort of a Jerry Maguire model which is a kind of like fewer clients, mm-hmm. like we're avoiding the mass market. We want to we wanna make a brand that caters towards high-level coaches and doctors that they are able to put their name behind. Like I've worked with some of these guys and they just will not put their name on any supplement company because they're just shady or they don't trust it or they don't know the product tests out. So we started getting a lot of support from from high-level uh, influencers and just with the nootropic alone, because people felt that not only was it a good product, but there was a brand that they could consistently trust for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Um, and so with that said, we launched an amino acid product. It's an essential amino acid plus branch chain in one. And also a ketogenic product, which is a, a combination of all four patented BHP ketones mixed with MCTs uh, in one formulation. And both products are no artificial color, sweetness, flavorings, Non GMO, gluten free, preservative free. I mean, as clean as you can get. Um, every product that we make underneath the Ultra Human brand needs to fit the criteria of being strong enough and clean enough for a Michael Phelps or LeBron James, but also safe enough for a five year old to take. Um, and if it fits within that model, we put it to market.
0: So, uh, are you, is this something like the,
1: for towel, for example, are you taking towel every day? I personally take it about five or six days a week. Okay. Um, I don't have any clinical research. Like, like honestly, you can actually take the product every day. I believe every single thing you should cycle in some way or form. So I either tell people take it five days a week or take it uh, for periods, period, say, like eight weeks on and then take maybe two or three weeks off.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, and that, that's also pretty consistent with what you see with, with good neutral products.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, Tau is a product like – it lasts for a long period of time. It's really potent. So I take one tablet. Sometimes I take one and a half. We have some users taking two. Uh, if you guys are listening to this and you're hardcore productivity junkies, um, you can certainly take two tabs in the morning and then take another like bump dose. So like one tab, maybe about eight hours later, and you will be pretty on point. Like that, bump so, dose. Yeah, we've sold thousands of units. I mean, honestly, thousands of units, we've had four returns. That's an actual statement. In fact. We have no returns department right now in the company because we don't get returns we're still trying to figure out even what to do if we do so our return rate is probably the lowest in the industry um, but we're very meticulous about explaining what the product does and supplying people with excellent customer service to answer these type of questions and then um you know letting them scale the dose whether it's a half tab we have people that take just a half tab a day with people that take two tabs twice a day that's
0: i mean that's pretty kudos to you honestly for for that so, what's the biggest challenge then in the business right now, other than the massive amount of returns? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I think the biggest challenge, like this is this is a very uphill battle. Um, typically, like I've had a couple of other businesses uh, prior to really launching oil treatments. My main focus right now, but the the biggest battle is doing something that's unique. We're in we're in a snake oil based yep. industry. Um, to be very honest, like it's kind of embarrassing sometimes when you say somebody says, "What do you do?" and you say, oh, "I make supplements." Oh, okay, you're a supplement industry guy. You basically make Shitty products, cost of goods, $3, sell snake oil, lie to the consumers, sell drugs. Like You're basically glorified drug dealer or scam artist. like That's how people perceive it. So we're really trying to overcome the negativity in the industry by saying, no, there really are products that can help people and improve your recovery and be safe. Uh, we have parents that give our amino product to their kids as alternatives to like Gatorade because uh, they're aminos plus electrolytes. My niece actually takes my product because uh, she just doesn't really consume a lot of protein, she's primarily vegetarian. And so we're really kind of trying to be a trendsetter, um, an originator, but it's definitely hard because you get a lot of the initial skeptics until they warm up to you and see what you have to offer.
0: And so, and how are you combating that Like at this
1: point? Honestly, it's one at a time. It's just it's literally one consumer at a time. We have to, we really have to educate people and sort of earn our stripes And show people like it's, it's showing him is the problem. Like the, the products themselves, like our cost of goods is very, very high. Like to give you, this is actual cost of goods. Most companies don't disclose this. We disclose everything. So like by the time our products are said and done, like our ketone product, the average ketone product out there probably costs between six and $10. Um, Some of them cost as little as three hours, even in high quantity is still clocking around 26 bucks a unit, which is like three, four, five times what's out there. But when people take the product and we have people that are taking like peeing on sticks showing that a gigantic like spike in ketone levels or even doing blood work showing ketone rise so we have to earn that and once a you know trust is built it's not just given and we're willing to do it one person at a time that's kind of our, our business model right now we're we're we've become, we're the newest age company with the oldest fashion model
0: yeah sure that's great that's a, and that's good to know that right so What are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? you can interpret that however you like.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Um, And you're welcome to your own product here. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. Well, obviously, I mean, you could certainly try to to, add products. But I will tell you, I think the three most important things are, number one, I think productivity is very – can be very powerful if you spend time in deep meditative thinking. Um, which eventually leads to execution and trial and error. I think deep meditative thinking. I do a lot of hiking, but if you don't have that time to really think and go through the process of like problem solving in your life, you never actually get to the root. So I think that really builds a lot of why. People sometimes are moving at such crack speed that they don't really reflect um, and trust the process. That's number one. Number two, I'm a huge, massive believer in optimal flow state. Flow states, whatever you deem it to be at that time, I think like we're constantly trying to push ourselves out of state or into a different state that we think is more productive, whether it is through drugs, pills, stimulants, or whether we're just trying to push ourselves throughout life. Sometimes you do need to sleep or nap when you want. Sometimes you do need to just kind of stop and smell the roses. Sometimes you need to be blowing out full speed. So flow state um, and being very engaged in presence, but minimally attached to the outcome, I think is really important. Sorry, Ari, I know I'm getting kind of heavy on this stuff. No, it's great. um, So number two would be flow state. Number one, meditative thinking. Number two, flow state. The third thing I'm a huge believer in for productivity. um, Every single person I know, including myself, uh, needs to practice this on a daily basis is minimizing transitions. Um, If you guys have ever read the book called The One, I'm a big fan of that book. And he talks a lot about minimizing transitions. I think that the transition time between Uh, task number one and task number two, sometimes it takes people so long and they're they're going through sort of like this multitasking process and they're not really getting anywhere because the transition times between switching are what's really killing them. So when you make a decision and you're going to go do it, then go do it. Now, those would be my top three things.
0: Those are awesome. Those are great. So where can people find out more about Tao and
1: pick up some? Excellent. So I encourage people if they'd like to reach out to me direct, they can email me, Jason at jason, dhi jason at jasondear.com. And if you'd like to reach out and uh, check out the products, visit theultrahuman.net. But uh, you can also use RE20 uh, for 20% off. Uh, compliments of you, Ari. Um, didn't even know you were giving that gift away today, maybe. But uh, 20% off and free shipping. Free shipping, no minimums. Uh, you guys can buy one tablet of towel on there if you want for $3.49. Save 20% and get it shipped for free. Uh, you're more than happy to email me and have a sample request. We'll send you out some free products to test out.
0: Yeah. And I recommend it guys, you know, as you all know, I, I've tried many, many, many different nootropics and, uh, there's, there's lots of good ones, but there's very, very few great ones. And This is a pretty damn good one. So thanks Jason for making a great product and, and for making it available to everybody.
1: Oh, I really appreciate that Ari. Thanks for all the stuff you do.
0: Thanks for listening to the less doing podcast. At Less Doing, we help entrepreneurs who have opportunity in excess of what their infrastructure can support to set up systems and processes that empower a team to ultimately make themselves more replaceable. That way, they can optimize, automate, and outsource everything in their businesses in order to be more effective. If you want to find out more about Less Doing, the podcast, the blog, the books, and all of the wonderful programs we offer to help you get from where you are to where you know you want to be... Go to lessdoing.com slash podcast and check out our OAO blueprint so you can get
1: started today.